Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Good morning. Welcome to At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial and Services along with Trent Hayson from the Roby family of companies. We are your hosts and we are always joined by TJ Boggs, producer extraordinaire. We'll make sure we give him a little shout out. Wow. Who who was a guest on the radio show probably about five or six episodes ago. That's it. So go check TJ's story out. He's over here like, I'm a pro. Uh, can I give out my cash app and my PayPal so they can? Wow. No, you cannot. So, oh, okay. Cut them off. Right, oh, wait, I'm we can't. Dang it. <laughs> yeah, you can give him the cash app. Go ahead. Hit it up, dog. <laughs> Hit it up, dog. I got I Patrick get a, is saying dog. I get a little commish off the deal. Commish. Man. That might be some foreshadowing for our guest. Oh, oh, oh. QA? Quincy Q- Adams? Quincy. He's coming on the show today. BCJ Building Services. What you think about that? Man, I think that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. He's a fellow YPO friend of mine. BCJ. Uh, been hanging out with him for a couple years. I think he works in the southeast uh, working on cleaning some buildings. I can't wait to hear what he's got to say. No, I can't either. I'm going gonna, gonna to learn a lot about his story uh, with the audience. So, uh yeah, Patrick, can I have your Venmo, please? My Venmo, I think you pretty dang can well I send, know. I want to send you a request. You know my Venmo, but I'm going to correct you on something because you, you called him Quincy Adams, who I think was John Quincy oh. Adams, who was a president of the United States. I've been wanting to call him Quincy Adams since I LinkedIn stalked him. It's Quincy Evans. <laughs> Evans. It's I had not, to double check. It's definitely not Quincy Adams. No, but I had to double that check. That just came out like, and messed uh, my head up. That's all good. And I know him. That's all good. Yeah. Goodness <laughs> gracious. What? Sorry, Mr. Evans. <laughs> QE. QE. Right. He doesn't even know we're talking uh-uh. about him. Uh-uh. Okay. He'll, 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 he'll hear it down the road. Down the road. He'll hear it. He'll hear it. Well, how you doing? Doing good, man. We're good. Recording on a Tuesday this week, which is a little bit, you know, I, I, I'll be honest with you. Uh, Sarah Stryhaas, our social media director, came in yesterday. Social media, no, digital marketing. I forget her title. When he was something that has to do with marketing, came in. Stryhaas came in my office yesterday. And she's like, "Oh, when are y'all recording the radio show?" And it was at like two o'clock on Monday. I was like, "Oh my god, <laughs> I think it was today. It won." Wow. I had, a, and she was like, "Trent would have texted you." I was like, "I don't know. He might have forgotten too." She was, knows I'm on top of things. It was Tuesday. She, I'm glad she she's learning. Back. I finally she learned how to back. say her name, Sarah Stryhaas. <laughs> <laughs> you did good. This How did morning. I do? I, yeah, I gotta stop having a gap in between. Strahals. <laughs> no. <laughs> TJ likes a gap. She's not in here. She's not in in the studio today because our guest is calling in. Uh, Quincy Evans. What? But uh, Evans. Yep. Yep. Yeah. But it's the last week of school for my kids. Okay. And poor Tatum uh, got sick last night and this morning, so she had a missed. I mean, our three girls, sixth, eighth, and ninth grade, are, are taking exams. It's like college. Yeah. They go take two exams in the morning. Reagan picks them up at 1130 or so. So Tatum's going to – and they weren't going to have class Friday. So Tatum's got – that's makeup day. Hopefully she'll get better, and, and she's got to go Friday, poor girl. Mm. Dang, baby, I hope you feel better. Yeah, that's number one priority, so, right? Uh, yeah, so anyway – but it's cool. It's cool to see them preparing. They're like, man, 
last year we didn't have to do all this. I'm like, yeah, well, I wasn't prepared when I went to Chapel Hill. So uh, <laughs> This will help. Good luck. Yes, yes. And Ford, he's in the second grade, so he's on Easy Street. He's skating on ice, rolling like, what up? <laughs> he got a new haircut. His ears are flopping. I mean, he's good. <laughs> I hear you. I mean, he is positivity. I hear, man, there's nothing like being a kid at this age of our kids these couple weeks. You remember the anticipation leading up to summer? I mean, that's like – Kids out there from Mecklenburg County School, enjoy I, mean, I told my kids, I was taking them to school yesterday. I was like, this is like the most exciting That's time it. ever. Like, yeah. They're like, we got exams. I'm like, well, that wasn't exciting when I had exams But when it's college. over with, school. It, but it's still what? You weren't excited school. when you had exams in college. No. So, uh, <laughs> I was not. <laughs> so, I'll tell but, you what. But I was, I was with my father-in-law yesterday, yep. and he kept Knox, my three-year-old, him and Gigi, uh, Poppy and Gigi, and he said... Not say Nazi come in the room and say Nazi good boy, and Gigi said that's that's when Nazi knows he did something bad. So he said, "What's up, Nazi?" He said, "Come on." So he goes in the bedroom and he and he spilt something or something. So he preemptively comes and tells on himself and says, "Nazi good boy." That means Nazi done broke something. <laughs> he done busted something, huh? I want Nazi to come to you and say, "Nazi good boy," at your wallet. Because I want him to break it. <laughs> I don't even know how to respond to that. Take you down on the golf course. Hey, ben Mo, here we go. Don't carry a wallet anymore. I'm a cell phone card oh, guy. You now. are. Look That's at you. It. You got a Efficiency. cell phone card case. All right. TJ's over here doing the Whirly Bird. Uh, that means we got Quincy Evans when we come back. Uh, BCJ Building Services. Thanks for tuning in today. You're listening to At Home with Rose. The following is a sponsored program on WBT. Welcome back to At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial Services. I'm with Trent Hayson from the Roby family of companies. We are your hosts. I'm glad you finally got the first welcome back, correct? You've been messing that up. I think you've, you've had to retake that one five times in a, five five shows times. in a row. No, you got fireworks on your shirt. I forgot to say something about that in the first yeah, segment. Man. Boom. I got a beer can, fireworks, and an <laughs> American flag on my shirt. All my favorite it's a things. a whistling straight shirt. Oh, okay, I got it. I got it. We, this is a good shirt to be real close to Canada. <laughs> let them know. Let them know let what know we're doing up. down I'm here. I'm wearing American flag with fireworks. Let, yeah. oh, we'll let them know what we're beer. doing down here. I got you. So, we got Quincy Evans on the show. Yeah, Quincy Evans is a dear YPO buddy of mine. Hails from Georgia. BCJ Building Services. Is yeah. that right, Quincy? That's it. You got it. Yeah. That's that's how we roll in the janitorial industry. We just throw three letters together <laughs> and uh we're super creative i like it how you said that's how we roll you know like toilet paper roll does yeah, that kind of go hand in hand wow. with janitorial services is that am i getting you know getting? you know do you know how many i mean I, as an adult i've had my house rolled <laughs> more than i did as a kid no joke <laughs> we used to throw yeah. a couple rolls of toilet paper into trees back when we were young <laughs> We, we, we've had this, we had, I think all the buddies have kind of let it down now, but we had like a five-year period where we would go roll each other's houses, and <laughs> I think finally, finally the wives were like, all right, this is no longer funny. It's a pain in the butt. You know how as a kid, you know how you didn't get caught rolling somebody's house, is you'd roll your own house, too. <laughs> I, I never, I never did that. I never, honestly, I never did that. But I know that's what some kids would do. They roll like three people and then roll their own house. But see, Dad, it wasn't me. It wasn't me, Mom and but, Dad. But as, 
But as a kid, you would have, like, potential inventory issues. And as an adult, <laughs> like, you know, toilet paper and inventory, you just got more opportunity to there roll. You go. I, it's all about opportunity. <laughs> well, now, <laughs> now every parent has cameras and stuff. Oh, yeah, you can't get away with that. Uh, <laughs> You're a liar. <laughs> I would just wear a T-shirt with a mask that said, this is Trent. And they'd be like, ah, see, what yeah. Patrick, it was Trent. Trent. I know Trent doesn't have hair that good. <laughs> yeah, I'd have to figure. I'd have to work on something there. So, uh, no, that was that was a good pun. So, you you got another another fella from Georgia. Yeah, Does that make you proud. No, I, and you I, and I, Bulldog over here, TJ. I, I does. Ho ho ho! I was LinkedIn. You know, I was I, I was I was kind of listening in on the Josh Mandel call, and I was, um, uh, you know, I'm a, a little worried about Mandel. <laughs> I'm a little worried about Mandel. <laughs> did, did you did you guys sense the panic in his voice? I mean, you know, the tide ain't rolling, boys. The tide is turning. It is turning. You're right. <laughs> I think he is a little nervous, and I did. His his voice, if you hadn't heard, go listen to the Josh Mandel show two, two weeks ago, I think. His voice was a little crackly. Uh-huh. <laughs> Hailing from the Crimson Tide. Ooh. So, uh, I mean, you coming a little arrogant with those back-to-back championships there, you little tiny bulldog, you little baby bulldog. A <laughs> little baby bulldog. Hey, we, we haven't forgotten our days of, 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 you know, humility lurks around every corner when you're a bulldog. So uh, I, I have not forgotten. So it's been uh, quite the ride these last two years. But, um, man, it's pretty fun to have a – phenomenal leader like Kirby yeah I, I can only I mean we've had I'm a Clemson guy and we you know we've had Dabo for so long that it, you don't take it for granted but uh it, it's amazing how much a head coach can do for for college football I mean it really makes it it is the difference right it is the and and there's only four or five that can really turn the meter up you know and for these schools so it's it's crazy we've been it's been a fun ride but as we all know, it can change in a hurry. I was with Arthur Sam at kiteboarding a couple of weeks yeah. ago, and his daughter goes to Georgia. She's just finished her sophomore year, so she's two for two. That's crazy. Like, Whoa, that's hey, crazy. that's pretty exciting. So, uh, <laughs> I, I think I think it was like we had three kids under three. It was like I don't know if this was like twenty twelve or. 13 or something when we Georgia lost that game and it was fourth and 26 I'm going to say with like 20 seconds on the clock and we tipped the ball up and Auburn scored the touchdown to oh, win the yeah. game yeah I lost my mind I lost my mind in front of my kids and uh <laughs> from that day from that day forth I've made a pledge that I'm never going to let 19 year olds ruin my weekend <laughs> That's a good pledge, and you Amen. know what's crazy about that <clears throat> is that game happened, and was it the next game that the Alabama had the punt where Auburn returned or right. a field goal, and Auburn ran it all yeah. the way back for a touchdown? I remember that pretty. Yeah. Yeah, that, they had those two crazy wins in a row. Um, yeah, that was a wild year. Yeah. Yeah, I can't remember if that's the same year because that year they returned the punt, isn't or the kick, isn't that the year they won it all or no? No, I don't think they won at all. Did they? I think they lose oh, okay. to Florida State. Um, I could be getting there. I think 
2010 all, all was when runs they together to me. All if we, get, if we could get David Strickland on the radio from he would, Birmingham, he, he would, would be us, going War Eagle. Oh yeah, like my brother, same yeah. deal. Yeah, I heard, I heard you. I heard you say something that Strickland says his business is private. I, I've never heard anything private. <laughs> I mean, he nobody nobody has a motor mouth like him. Come on, he was on the kiting trip. He goes on the kiting trip every year. We need to get you on that, Quincy and. All he did was talk business the whole time to everybody. Like he was on a megaphone out at, over the water. It was echoing. <laughs> I, was, I like, was at a lunch. I was at a lunch with him in Costa Rica. I said, "Now, David, you've reached your four thousand word limit for the lunch." <laughs> oh my goodness, that's a lot of words. A lot of he's words. got. He's got more. Don't worry. He can talk, huh? He, so, he, hey, he's an expert on cholesterol. By the way, <laughs> if, you, if you need if you need some help, man, he knows what's up. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's an expert on a lot of things, including tires. We're going to talk about his business for him. So, Patrick, oh, I love it. do you and Quincy y'all grow up in the same area around North Georgia? Well, similar. I no, he he went to you went to Love It. I, I like I said, I LinkedIn stalked you and you graduated. Um, I lived in a neighborhood where two kids actually went to Love It. Um, uh, Charles Guthrie, whose mom worked at the school, and uh, Mark Thompson, who you you said you uh, you graduated with those folks, right? Yeah, and Mark and Charles both played on the baseball team together. Um, but, yeah, as discussed earlier, Charles is a phenomenal athlete. Well, you know, I, I kind of yeah. lost touch with those guys. I see on, on you know, through the various social media chains of, of what they're doing. Time um, out, time out. But you can link in, stalk them. You can link in, stalk anybody, <laughs> man. I, I think that's, that's good. But the problem with LinkedIn is they know it. Yeah. It's like, oh, this guy's sweating me. You can't do it this way. Well, I don't have premium LinkedIn, so it says, do you want to know who's sweating you? Give me a dollar. I'm like, no. Might be worth that LinkedIn LinkedIn just stresses me out. I get on there, and I really realize that I don't know what I'm doing. I don't, you know, I feel like, oh, my gosh, I'm underperforming as a LinkedIn person. It's just terrible at it. That's how you make me feel in YPO, Quincy. Oh, please. Oh, please, Mr. State Chair. Come on now. Trying to, trying to be a leader. I got Reagan. I've, I've trained her in 12 years to do to handle my business. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so, Quincy, we talked about this. Uh, I, I knew you had – I thought you had four kids. You have five wow. children. Very rare. I think the first time in a long, eight years – that we've had a guest on here that also has five children. How old are they? My son is 14, and my daughters are 12, 11, 8, and 7. Wow. So he's like me and Reagan. Yeah, that's right. Reagan and I's first three girls are 18 months each way. So they kind of go back and forth on on a two-year, one-year gap. Yeah, our first three were 18 months apart and 13 months apart. So... I thought everybody changed six diapers in 45 minutes. <laughs> Holy smokes. Well, well, I had a mentor. His name was Wilson Worley, God rest his soul. Yeah. And he had two kids, and he told me, this before I had kids, he said, I'd never change a diaper. That just wasn't what I did. And that, that was just our understanding. So I tried to tell Reagan that, and she's like, fool, are you crazy? So uh, I yeah. think I changed equal amount of diapers. Yeah, 
we were all hands on deck for that one. And, uh, of course, Amy definitely pulls most of the weight. But um, <laughs> it, it's been a lot of fun, man. But I definitely blacked out in those early years, man. It's just <laughs> autopilot. Huh? I look at our, our, our ages now. I mean, it's just a, not that it wasn't fun back then, but, I mean, we're having a lot of fun now. And you're starting to we're, – we're right between where we're not too much teenage moodiness yet and – it's 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 been a ton of fun i i agree the age the adolescent age pre preteen teenager late late single digits is always good our, our kids are in the wheelhouse uh my my son speaks in grunting in the morning you know he comes down <laughs> i mean like his whole body's growing and you know a chemical process inside i'm sure and his foot looks like a damn water ski you know? <laughs> 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 well, well, you're not but a small guy. Down. I mean, you're a big guy. So, you're like, uh, you're like good, good morning, John Quincy. He's like, mm. what do you want for breakfast? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> we get some of that around the like house. This, it's like teenage grunting language. <laughs> <laughs> well, Quincy, <laughs> will you stick around with us for a few minutes? We're going to go pay some bills. I want to hear about your business. Yes, sir. All right. We got Quincy Evans on the At Home with Roby show. We'll be back. Welcome back to At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial and Services. I'm with Trent Hayson from the Roby family of companies. Trent, you there? Oh, I was just going to let you and Quincy hang out. Y'all act like y'all old buddies or something. Oh, yeah, I no, mean, it's, well, it's fun talking to people that they're, they, especially when you move away from an area, they, they know some of the same people. <laughs> you find a bond with these folks, don't you, Patrick? I try. I try. I don't. I, try. I think George and the River are different. What's that? No, I'm kidding. Well, where we grew up is a lot like Charlotte is. I mean, really, nobody. I mean, Quincy. I grew up towards Marietta. Like nobody was from the area. They is kind of similar to Charlotte. Everybody sort of moved there from somewhere else. Yeah, that's a dying breed to be from Atlanta in Atlanta, right? Super transient. So same with Charlotte. I mean, I, I think we we have the. I mean, I think it's a wonderful thing. I mean, I think it brings people together. Um, you know, because you got a neighbor from this state or a neighbor from that state, and it's, you don't really have anybody else in common, so it kind of forces that community. Yeah, absolutely. So, Quincy, you 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 live in Atlanta, or you live? I thought you lived in Sea Island. Well, yeah, we're we are down in St. Simon. Yep, love it. We moved down beautiful three years ago. We're Atlanta refugees. Oh, there you go. How far so is that just, from Atlanta? Uh, it's like a five-hour drive. It's a you know forty-five-minute Delta flight to BQK, um, and yeah, so it's been good, man. We we kind of fell in love with this school down there called Frederica Academy, and it was an opportunity. We were having a tough time getting all five kids into the same school in Atlanta, and we uh, it, it, it's been just life-giving to our family to be down there and uh the world still makes sense down there that's great i've heard great things about that area uh but i was going to ask you yeah how was the school down there so that you answered that question that's awesome so your business b uh bcj is based out of atlanta uh tell us tell us about your business tell us what y'all do 
Yeah, so we're uh, commercial janitorial. So we are the folks on the ground, uh, the team members out in the field cleaning. We clean office buildings, uh, multifamily, um, Class A condos, um, uh, Class A sort of open-air retail malls, uh, a little bit of indoor malls, some you know distribution, and now we're really trying to focus on churches and schools. Okay. Got it. How'd you get into this? So uh, I met my business partner uh, at a Buckhead Church small group that my wife drug me to because the first one we tried was super awkward and did not work out well. <laughs> but the second one stuck, man. It was awesome. And so um, uh, I met uh, Majid is his name, and um, we became really good buddies. And for I think five years in this small couple small group i think like 20 kids were born in this group wow so we had to we had to get out so we you know just something in the water so we'd stop having kids but, uh, <laughs> no, it was it was it was great and i was getting my butt kicked in another business in the restaurant industry and uh i showed up at his office one day because i was just trying to figure out what i was going to do um and we kind of spent the day together, and I saw that he was really good at operations, and I knew I was really bad at it, uh, just kind of being in the restaurant business, and it was not my gift. And so what I really enjoyed was meeting people and opening doors and connections and sales. So I think the I looked at him, I said, who, who does sales? And he said, well... Uh, I do, I guess. And I said, well, how do you do it? He said, well, I give out, or my property managers give out my number and they call me. And I said, they call you. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, oh, that's great because you have a good reputation. Yeah. You're doing a good job. But I was like, bro, we could turn this on. And so, um, yeah, that was June of 2014. Um, and, uh, just started hustling cupcakes to property managers, and I really saw he was a phenomenal mentor of people and developer of people and uh, really had this kind of family culture of great values and now what we call our core purpose of creating hope and opportunity. And, you know, when there's life change in an organization for people, people see that, and that's contagious. So, that's what our kind of focus has always been. Sometimes you lose it. Some t some days you don't do it great. But uh, we try to make sure we come back to that in everything we do. And we've been fortunate to uh, grow. So we, we've had a lot of fun. And we kind of started out in that multifamily world and eventually got into Class A office. And you kind of had to have one to get one, you know, property managers want to know what you clean just like theirs. And mm -hmm. so I basically had to beg the first person to give us an office building. <laughs> so uh, when you, when you say multifamily, are you talking about like the amenity centers and clubhouses and that kind of stuff? Or yeah. Okay. Yep. Yep. So we'll, we'll clean the, the corridors, the elevators, corridors, I didn't the think club rooms, the gyms, you know, in, in class A multifamily, you've kind of had this like arms race of amenities. That's right. And so historically, I think multifamily groups performed housekeeping in house, but I think they spent so much capital that 
they didn't have the time and the bandwidth to focus on. They need to drive leasing and occupancy and major capital maintenance issues. And so we come in and just say, hey, we'll handle this. And we sort of have, it's not just the execution of clean. We're training for body language, how to wear a uniform properly. You've got to create an experience. You're in, if you're in the corridor, someone comes out of their home, you're in an extension of their home. So we've tried to steal as much as we can from Horst Schultze, the guy who built Ritz-Carlton, and sort of um, ele- elevating people's vision for creating an experience and bringing you know, people might look at it and say, oh, my gosh, you know, they're cleaning toilets and vacuuming hallways and dusting baseboards. But we really try to build um, just honor and integrity. And, you know, I mean, a poor example, but maybe, uh, you know, 20 years ago, no one thought driving a cab was cool, right? But Uber's kind of made that lifestyle and that side hustle for some people, you know, cool and honorable and neat. So that's what we kind of try to do. Now, you, I saw something on your website. You give 3% back of your revenue to your employees. Can you explain that? I don't know if I said that correctly. Well, I think it's cool. And I also saw on your website that you work in Charlotte, Nashville, Atlanta are your primary hubs. I'm sure you work around those cities. So you, you have a big presence in Charlotte? Uh, buddy, I'm here right now trying to build the business. Oh, man, where are you at? I'm going to come find you. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. I'm on, I'm, on, I'm on the tee in 30 minutes. <laughs> no, man. I, I mean, I'm looking. Your, your core values are are ever-present. You have 500-plus employees. Um, yeah, that's impressive. And yeah. I never yeah. thought about, I mean, that was, Patrick, you brought that up. Uh, I mean, Class A offices, but multifamily, yeah, Class A multifamily, I never thought, I always thought that was done in-house. Yeah. And you said people, they need to focus on just providing a lifestyle for the people. They don't need to station. focus on ha- how clean and present the building is. I think that's that's an aha moment for us. Uh, and, and how humble for you to in, meet my I'm going to mispronounce his name, Majed, and go into his office five years later after y'all become friends and said, dude, I need, I think you said you need him to clean your restaurants. I'm putting words in your mouth. But <laughs> Yeah, they they actually did come over and help me with the restaurant. Yeah, early I, on. That's how, that's how I met Ms. Isabel, who is, uh, was kind of employee number two. And I, uh, she's on our senior leadership team and is a big backbone of our business what do you think about that patrick uh, that's wonderful that's great so where are you teeing off <laughs> uh, i'm over here at uh charlotte country club there you go there you go about, about yeah yeah about to go off with mr collier you got to get him on the show i hear you he's been I, walker has been yeah, on the he's show, been on the show. So, yes, oh, okay you need I to listen that. to walker's show he has a great story about how he Similar to you walking into Majez's office, got how he got involved in, and helped buy the NASCAR Hall of Fame building. Uh, yeah. So, re- really, yeah. really cool story. Well, good luck. And how can people look you up, Quincy? Well, I guess on LinkedIn, um, <laughs> right there. And, and uh, <laughs> you know, our website is bcjbuildingservices.com. 
So, um, yeah, that's really the easy the easiest is LinkedIn, I think. Well, uh, I, I do check my little message center there. I, I figured that out. Well, good. I'm glad you're learning. I like your style. I like your LinkedIn style. I agree with it. I'm very uh, anti-social media guy. Uh, I don't pay the. I don't know when people are stalking me, but it, it makes me feel good when it says I have ten people looking at my image or something. Uh, good luck to there you. you Thanks for being here, man. You that was a great story diving into how you got going in your business, man. And uh, go Tar Heels. <laughs> go dogs. Right. I'll see you soon, right, buddy. With you. Take care, Quincy. Thanks for coming on. Bye-bye. The following is a sponsored program on WBT. Welcome back to At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial and Services, along with Trent Hayson from the Roby family of companies. Trent, we've got Quincy. TJ, want, TJ wanted you to know he was still here. here. TJ Boggs, Wade Boggs' nephew, is in the house. As well. And he's but all we, pumped up because we're talking about Georgia. Daggummit. Man, y'all are all. Why are y'all? I'm getting attacked. Uh, uh, I'm not a big bulldog, man. Yeah, I know. I know but you get all excited when somebody Clemson talks about Tigers. Like Marietta. Bulldogs, but but uh, <laughs> we talked Quincy into staying back on because I want you to explain this 3% because you, you explained it uh, during the halftime, and I begged you to come I, back on. Walker can just wait a few minutes. That's right. Um Tell us a little bit about what what it what it means and what y'all do, Quincy, because you told yeah. Well, yeah. So our COO Bradley White, who really always just leads from our core purpose and our values and everything we do, um, he really started to quantify what it is we're actually doing, investing in our team members from training. Right, like it could be we do etiquette class email training etiquette or you know we do um, dave ramsey's like financial fitness stuff um you know english english classes um so you start to quantify all that investment and that's kind of how you get to that three percent number of all the things i mean we, uh, one of our team members uh ruth bellow i think it was like six years ago she came up with this idea, like we should buy backpacks for all of our all of our team members' kids, and we so we started having this backpack drive. Well, I mean, bro, we learned real fast if you include the family in an event, like the kids, everybody shows up, right? If you have to go get help to watch the kids or whatever, like it's harder to get to an event um, for our team members, and so. Uh, that has been a huge event. Um, I think last year we invested probably fifteen grand, and I mean, I showed up. I could not believe how many backpacks, and they have them separated from the younger ages to middle school to high school, and it's just cool to see that. Um, you know, I think that kind of stuff goes to the core purpose of creating hope, um, and, and so yeah, it's been cool to see. But yeah. I've it's something we're always trying to focus on, um, elevating our team members, investing in them. If you, if, if you can make the human being better, like it's going to make our organization better and stronger, and the client's going to feel that at the end of the day. I, I completely agree. It says we don't just want team members to show up. We want to empower them to show up as their best self. 
I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I, I was talking to Majid today. Uh, he's doing a class on ownership, mm. and I said, I said, well, give me a nugget. What are you teaching on? And he said, um, he goes, ownership happens before the fact, not after the fact. I was like, what's up? Let's go. <laughs> wow, that's good. I mean, uh, right. Yeah, yeah. Don't tell me you're going to take ownership after the fact and you're going to fix it. True ownership is taking it before the fact and, right, winning it before it becomes a problem. So, anyway, it just, yeah, there's, I think for us, it's all these values integrity, honesty, relationships, um, we're not just teaching it or trying to instill it from, hey, how do we win the client? But, hey, what does integrity look like in the house with your kids, with your spouse? You know, uh, being prepared. What does that look like when you go to the grocery store, managing your budget? Just so that it, it, it sticks, right? Because if, if you can apply it in something simple in your day-to-day life, then you can build off that, right, and apply it at work. And then then you've, you've done something potentially with excellence if you can do it over and over again. What do you think about that, Patrick? No, I love it. I love it. I, I, I jotted that down, um, your statement on <laughs> I, I, I mean, we, yeah, we, do, we do a, a program. We talk about a lot on the radio, Entrepreneur Operating Systems. Sounds we like had our uh, quarterly town hall this morning. We have 137 employees, Quincy, and, and yeah. literally the whole communication today, it was exciting to look at, the, look at their faces and their smiles and just happy wife, happy life, happy home, and then you perform better and you're more confident and you take ownership in what you do at work. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. And, and like, I, I, I mean, you know, talking about like the, that the thoughts become things, right? So, um, getting people aware of their stinking thinking and their fear and their doubts, right? Because like Bobby Jones said, life, golf is played on a four inch course between your ears, right? Like Mm. what's going on there. You, you help people climb higher. They'll see further. They'll believe bigger. And I, that's, you know, I've used the word a lot, but contagious, you know? So. Amen. It's fun. It's fun, man. I love it. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, I'm so fortunate and blessed to be in this business and um, really have enjoyed it. Well, God bless you. I'm so fortunate and blessed to be your friend, and I can't wait to uh, continue to grow our relationship and, and you and Patrick hang out. I have to get you to play golf with us sometime. BCJBuildingServices.com. Quincy Evans, uh, speaking wisdom. Thank you so much. Hey, man, great being with you all. Thanks for the time. love what you all are doing. Thank you, buddy. Go do the golden rule today. Treat others the way you want to be treated. Thank you for listening.